you're a parent and your kids are driving you nuts and you're trying to think, how can I survive this emotionally as a parent? Well, I'm here for you today. Let me show you some things you can do to literally emotionally survive as a parent. Okay, I am a dad, I've got three boys, and my kids started out little tiny like yours did, and if you got boys or girls, sooner or later, they test your emotions. Now, if you're a, a new parent, you get to learn about your emotions in children, and you get to learn about patience and long-suffering, and, and you also get to learn what do you do when they break something that was really important to you. I mean, all these different things tend to like yank and pull at your emotions. But I'm going to help you right now in how to literally up-level your skills as a parent so that you can be more emotionally in control of yourself. Because the last thing you want to do is unload your emotions on your children. That's the last thing you want to do. It scars them, it hurts them, it disturbs them, and sooner or later they're going to act out those emotions back at you. So I really believe that the healthy part of a family is when mom and dad can manage their emotions. Now, how do you do this with so many kids and, and all the different personalities they are? How do, you, how do you do this? Well, here's something that I'm going to suggest to you that I had to do as a parent so that I could literally love and care for each one of my boys. I have three boys and to be able to literally be in control of my emotions so I'm not a yeller. I'm not yelling at my kids. I'm not being stern with them because I just don't want to scar them. When, when I first was a dad, I made a lot of mistakes and I would yell and I would do kind of what a lot of other people do. And you, when you're mad and upset, you just yell at them because that supposedly gets their attention, right? But no, it hurts them more than helps them. So this is what you do. With your kids, what you're going to learn how to do right now is how to manage your thoughts about your children. If you can manage your thoughts, you can manage your emotions. When you manage your thoughts, you can manage your emotions. So first I'm going to teach you on how to manage your thoughts. Now, I have a really cool picture to show you here. You like my artist rendition of you? Do you like your brain? It's kind of a weird looking brain, but you know what? This is your brain. And we each day have experiences with our kids. And these experiences go into our brain. And we start to build up a story about our kids. And I've heard this from other people too, where they'll say, God, I love all my kids, but one of my kids is just a rebel. They're difficult. They're hard to raise. They're hard to understand. And so we as parents, we start to classify our kids. And then based upon the classification we give them, then that develops a particular attitude towards them. I'm going to say this again because it's super important to notice. We as parents classify our children as being a good kid, a bad kid, a rebel kid, a difficult kid. And we, we pick names and we, and we literally classify our children unconsciously. We do this. Then, based upon that title that we gave our child, 
we then develop an attitude towards that child. So let's say your child is difficult. Well, now that you have called this child difficult to work with, now whenever you go to talk to that child, you actually switch attitudes. And you switch into your difficult child attitude towards this child. And then when you go to talk to your pleasant child, you'll notice that your attitude changes. So we not only just pick these classifications for our children, but it actually affects and influences us with that type of attitude. So that's a problem. Because just because the child is being difficult doesn't make them a difficult child. And if you classify them as difficult, then you're going to treat them like they're difficult. And then when you treat them like they're difficult, they're just going to get worse. So for you to be a up-level parent, what you do is you classify your children the way you want them to be, not the way that they're acting. You classify your children the way you want them to be. So if you want your child to be amazing, you decide, hey, this child is amazing. And if they're being difficult, you go, you know, I just love this child because they're just so amazing. There's so much I learned from this child. But because you call that child amazing, your attitude towards that child is going to be as though that child is amazing and you'll treat them like they're amazing. But I'm going to go back. If you classify them as difficult, you will treat them as though they're difficult and you will reinforce that attitude. So we as parents, we upgrade our children by choosing classifications that are above where they're at. I mean, if you're going to pick a classification, why not move your child up? So part of an emotional survival of being a parent is we choose the classifications of our children above where they're at. So we see them as great. We see them as amazing. We see them as brilliant. One of my three boys had massive struggles in school. In fact, in the first three days of kindergarten, he got kicked out of school. Oh my goodness. Within the first three days of kindergarten, he gets kicked out of school. Like they call us and say, come get your child. We're like, it's only the third day. And he struggled through first grade, second grade, third grade, just struggled. And the teachers and the principals would tell us that your child is difficult. And I believed him. I believed that, they, that he was difficult. And when he'd come home, I would treat him like he was difficult. Nothing got better. He was difficult and I treated him like difficult and, and he just was difficult. Well, he gets to middle school and the same thing happens. The teachers and the principals say that our child is difficult. And it finally clicked to me. You know what? I'm done thinking my child is difficult. I think my child is a genius. So we called a meeting and we got the principal and all his teachers in the same meeting. And we stood up in the meeting. My wife and I stood up in the meeting and we told the principal and we told the teachers, this child is not difficult. This child is a genius. And I want all of you to treat this child like he's a genius. Within the next quarter, our child went from D's and F's to A's and B's. 
And the one thing that changed was how we classified him, how we named him, how we, what we were calling him. And I asked those teachers, that principal, talk to this child, treat this child like he's a genius, and you will see genius come out of him. And at home, helping him with his homework, I would say, you know, you're a genius. You know you're going to figure this out. You know this is going to be great. And we turned our child from a difficult child into a genius. And still to this day, he is a genius. And he is so intelligent. He can figure anything out about anything. His mind is just active to becoming a genius. So how you name your child, and it will affect your brain, and it will affect how you teach them. So you can tell right now that your thoughts govern your emotions. If this child is difficult, well, all my aggressive emotions are going to come up. But if my child's a genius, all my loving, caring, and supportive emotions are going to come up. So emotional management starts with how we name our children, what we're calling our children. Now this part about there's something that needs to come out of us. If you get emotionally charged about one of your children and it's tough and it's difficult and you're having emotions about it, even if you've called them a genius and they're amazing and you're having emotions about it, instead of having those emotions come up and be pointed at your child, when those emotions are inside of you, you take those emotions and you put them in your journal. You do not point them at your child. Because if you have emotions come up about one of your children, those emotions will stay right there and get thicker and bigger and thicker and bigger until sometime you're going to literally pull the trigger and blast them with those emotions. You're going to hurt that child. When you have emotions come up, you take the emotions out and you put them in a journal. Do not blast your children with emotions. You're supposed to be the parent, the one who's in control, the one who can manage themselves. You're not the one who's supposed to be the one out of control. No, you're a parent. You get in control. And the way you get in control is you put your emotions in a journal, not on their face. So you put in good names about your children. And if you have emotions come out, it goes out on a journal. These emotions that come out do not go on the child. These two steps are going to help you be a better parent and help you be more in, in control of yourself and that you actually have an influence on this child. You do not unload on your child and you do not degrade your child with a classification or a name that degrades them. We're here as parents to raise incredible children. They just need incredible parents. And that's where you can do better. And that's where I can do better and you can do better, but we can do better. Pick a better name and don't unload the emotions on them. Unload your emotions in a journal. It's gonna make you a fantastic parent. Hey, it's Kirk Duncan here. And thank you for tuning in, listening to this podcast. If you'd like to see the full video of this training, in the description below, you will see the link that will take you to the video to be able to see my slides, the pictures, the diagrams, everything that was going on during this training. So go check out that link, go watch it, and I'll catch you on the next podcast. Awesome.